So we are still here at the Mulungushi International Conference Center commemorating the National Youth Week under the theme I Take the Lead and I have a guest with me. I'm going to allow her to introduce herself. Of course my name is Benzu Ruziamba and I am a youth reporter. Okay, hello. My name, hello Benzu. My name is Betha Chulu. I'm a sexual reproductive health and rights activist slash advocate. Okay. I speak for the interest of young people where their sexual health is concerned. Right, great. So Betha, um, in line with uh, this um, National Youth Day yeah, uh, theme, what can you say about it? What do you have to say about the youth taking a lead? Okay, so with with this year's theme, which is the youths taking a lead, I would say it speaks so much to the young people currently, and I would also say this theme should act as a reminder of the work that lies ahead, that young people actually need to take the need, especially where their health is concerned. Because as we heard the Minister of Youth say, there is nothing you can do if you are not healthy. So young people need to take their lead to take the lead in their health in their health specifically their sexual reproductive health to avoid issues like HIV infections teenage pregnancies and unwanted child marriages okay thank you so much so in line with what you have just said with sexual reproductive health which is what you do um, how do you think the government implementations that mm -hmm. they have put in are working or how are they helping you in that area? Okay, so as I earlier said in my speech, we have a lot of young girls that are dropping out of school because of teenage pregnancies. And I, I highlighted some figures which about 15,260 as of the year 2018. Girls were out of school because of teenage pregnancies and less than half of that number was re road back. So what the government can do in that situation is to strengthen the implementation of the re-entry policy to ensure that every girl that drops out because of pregnancies is tracked, traced and found and re-enrolled back in school. And then I also mentioned an issue of the age of consent how we have put artificial age restrictions pertaining to the access to information on sexual reproductive health and rights. Um, I'm happy that the president agrees to say young people grow up at different levels exactly. and we are exposed to different things at different times and many times our parents are not there to decide for us what to do. So for young people to make well-informed decisions concerning their sexuality, he also highlighted in his speech how they have rolled out the comprehensive sexuality education in schools, the out-of-school the out of school young people and also in teacher training colleges. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much, Betha. And generally, what's your comment about um, what was said and what you have heard about what other people are doing or how mm -hmm. the government is trying to, you know, help youth in taking the lead and okay. just being drivers of uh, national development in our country? Okay. So in the field of health, I am happy that the issue of the age of consent came across to the president and he told us that he has heard. So we are looking forward to something being done on the proceedings and discussions around the age of consent. And then to my fellow young people, I would say 
if we can abstain, let us abstain. And let us utilize our youth-friendly spaces in clinics, local clinics, where we can access information pertaining to our sexual health, even services. So let us take the lead in taking up spaces in youth-friendly spaces in clinics in our local communities. Thank you so much. That was Betha Chulu, who is a sexual reproductive health and rights advocate. Yes, and she has talked about quite a number of things and youth taking the lead in this particular area. So thank you so much, Betha. It was thank nice you. having you. It was nice being here. We're still live at the Mulungushi International Conference Center right here, just marking the beginning of uh, the commemoration of Youth Week. And today we have uh, the National Youth Forum 2020 under the theme, I Take the Lead. And of course, I'm also joined by a young person, of course, uh, by the name of um, Mbimbi Mbashila. He's a, he's a student from the University of um, Zikas, and he was one of the speakers as uh, they were called upon to address uh, the president. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Okay. So, um, in relation with uh, today's theme, Bimbi, I take the lead. How do you, as a young person, take the lead? All right. A correction on the name. It's Mbidi. Mbidi. Right. Yes. Okay. Thank you so much. Uh, first of all, I'm happy to be here, and I'm so much in love with the theme for 2020. Of course, I take the lead. Uh, in my speech, of course, I dealt with governance. I take the lead specifically on governance. I mean, what better way for youth to take the lead except if there's inclusivity for the youth in decision-making processes? All right, so I take the lead basically for me is a go-ahead for the youth to, to be placed in position at which they can fully maximize their potential when it comes to decision-making processes. Yes, I know we've heard people talking about how that we are the future leaders, but I believe if we are the future leaders, we need to be equipped with the right skills to make decisions, of course, for the future. Uh, so, um, Mbashila, do you believe, or maybe has the government done enough to make sure that there's been an increment in the number of uh, young people taking part in decision-making? Well, what I believe on that is it's been a progress, uh, a thing that, to that needs to be discussed. In 2015, I don't know if people are aware, youths are aware, uh, there was a national youth policy, and in the national youth policy there was an idea to have youths participate 
in civic engagement or civic activities however there was there has been an increase yes but the the increase when it comes to decision making positions has not been there reasons being that we have skisty percent of young people is of the total population in Zambia as young people and 36.7 are youths and only 1.8 in parliament that is three out of 156 positions so you could say there has been an increase there has been change but it's not as much as we'd expect the government has done what they could but it's not enough it's the reason why we youth are saying we're going to take the lead because we need to see much being done from the government yeah of course um bimbi uh, you would agree with me that um there are a number of youths out there who think maybe governance or maybe um, when it comes to decision making is only for old people what advice would you give to such young people? Okay, uh, in the past, but in the recent years, there has been a change. We have seen many youths trying to participate in politics. It looks like there is a willingness among the youths. And that is changing, the phenomenon is changing, because we have youths interested now in governance. But to the youths that think, that feel and think politics is for the old people, politics is where decision-making is made parliament to be specific that's where the policies that affect us are made it's not for the old people we need youths in parliament speaking for us we need a voice in parliament because we know our challenges better and we feel our challenges more than any other person uh, there is a saying uh, that uh, young people are reckless do you believe it I alluded to this earlier on in Uganda 2008 the youthful Ugandans in the legislators of course that drove the agenda for politics in the ninth parliament and in the ninth parliament they achieved remarkable results meaning they were well represented in parliament and the voice was well heard and it was not reckless yes of course there's been some studies that has been done to say youth a youthful generation requires entertainment but we cannot avoid the fact that there were positive impacts to uh, to the agenda that the youths in Uganda were achieving Okay, uh, thank you so much Mbimbi for coming through. Thank you. Okay, so that was um, Mbimbi actually from Zikas University. We're still right here, right now, at the Mulungushi International Conference Center.
Okay, so we are still at the Mulungushi International Conference Center at the National Youth Forum and in commemoration of the National we Youth Week, I have a guest with me and I'm going to allow her to introduce herself. Thank you for giving me this opportunity to be here. My name is Namwai Mudolo from Zikas University. Okay, so Namwai, welcome. What do you do and yeah. Thank you. Um, I'm a fourth year student of economics and finance at Zikas in my hopefully last semester. Okay. Yes. Great. Okay, so in line with this year's theme, uh, I take the lead. What do you have to say about it? How do you think youth can take the lead in driving national development? Well, firstly, it's such an honor to be actually included in the theme. It means that the government is thinking about us, first of exactly. all. Exactly. And in my speech, I focused um, on unemployment and how it's a daunting factor to um, youth, more especially graduating students. Therefore, to be able to include us and to be able to take the lead, it would be better for us to be able to actually be brought on board to bring about policies that would be in favor for our own benefit, to be able to implement ways that will help us um, turn to ways that will give us employment. Okay, so um, do you think the government is doing enough in implementing these uh, policies, let me say for example concerning like youth employment and how exactly are they working on that? What can you say about that? Well, I wouldn't judge the government so much but in my opinion I think that much much more could be done. I feel much like not enough is being done but they're trying and we appreciate their efforts but not much is being done. I, I, I stated that in the SDG plan they stated that the goal number eight before 2021 is to achieve high employment and to cut and to bring on board youth and improve their lives but we need to see policies that are actually inclusive. We need to see things aside entrepreneurship which is being encouraged. We need to see people actually using what they went to school for. So we believe that, I believe that for them to be able to engage more youths in employment creation, they need to do more in terms of policies, in terms of activism, activism or bringing youth forth too. Okay, so um, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the president mentioned that we should um, bring solutions yes. in and not just like talk about all these things. Yes. So um, personally, how do you think they get in line with what you talked about during uh, your speech? You talked about uh, youth uh, unemployment and all that. So how exactly, I know you have mentioned about including youths in uh, policy making and all that. How exactly do you think uh, youths can be included in order for us to be able to tackle this particular problem? What solutions or what ideas do you have that can be able to be implemented in order for us to be able to achieve that? Okay. Um, I brought about an example referring to Kenya, Kenya's parliament that included 30% of their youth to participate in parliamentary making decisions. So I think for Zambia, we are a very close nation to Kenya and I feel like in economics we believe that every policy or every theory that could have worked for another country is possibly going to work for another because we can't create our own. Therefore, I believe, I think that being able to use what they used, bringing the youths to actually participate in those policy making, making decisions, I know I have mentioned that, I feel like it will give them the view directly from the youth and not just thinking of what could have actually helped them. Mm -hmm. So 
taking up um, things like um, conferences to actually hear the views of youths and bring about the ideas that they believe are affecting them directly, thereby coming up with one solution or more that could actually be direct to them. Okay, thank you so much, uh, Namwai. And of course, you have mentioned that bringing the youths to actually talk about these things because they are the ones who can elaborate uh, perfectly on these things because these are the things that are affecting them and they are the ones who can have the better solutions. In conclusion, what do you have to say? I'd like to say to all the youths out there, we should be more active to um, participating in things like these because we're more reluctant because we believe in the odd notion that the government must work and we believe and we sit down and wait for those things to happen but we actually have to work and make things work for ourselves if we want them to work. We must take the lead as the theme states. Thank you so much. Okay, that was Namwai Mudolo from Zika. Um, you are still uh, listening to us live from the Mulungoshi International Conference Center and indeed it is the 2020 National Youth Forum under the theme I Take the Lead and talking about taking the lead with a young, I mean a, a young person I would say, a youth <laughs> um, she's Lulu actually she's one of those people who has made a difference in society so Lulu, would you kindly tell us a bit about yourself? Um, okay, thank you. So I don't know if I'm, I can still be called a youth because I'm turning 36 tomorrow, <laughs> but I feel like I'm young at heart and very much, yeah. I've just been very passionate about the work that I do in media, but also about impacting change amongst the young people and using my influence for social good. Um, so right now I am the co-founder of an app called AfriShop and I'm trying to inspire change in how we do business as entrepreneurs and start producing our own products um, and our own lines at a global you know standard level so I'm yeah that's a bit about me okay thank you so much um, I grew up watching you on movie TV mm -hmm. yeah that was teens what's what I've, yes. I've forgotten yeah so in relation with uh, today's theme um, I take the lead mm -hmm. so how are you taking the lead personally Personally, I've always believed that when I realized I had some form of influence, especially with the work that I did on TV and that I was sort of um, in a role where a lot of young people watched me and what I do, I realized it was important for me to be accountable for every step that I take. And so um, it's putting a lot of responsibility on yourself, but in everything that I did, I tried to make sure that I made the best decision so that anyone who came after me also felt they deserved that space that they were in and they deserved to keep on pushing for more and wanting more. So when you look at my 16 years in the industry, it's about leading, um, taking up the lead in terms of encouraging every young person out there 
to believe in themselves, to believe in their craft, to continue staying teachable and hopefully become the type of leader that I feel that I am. Um, right now I'm taking up leadership in the e-commerce space also and trying to break ceilings and that's why I've started this app and hopefully more young people can take up um, can also follow in this route of e-commerce which is taking the world by storm I really believe it's Africa's time and that's why I've taken up the lead also in getting into the e-commerce space Um, you're one of those um, females actually who is doing fine in terms of in the business sector so I'd like to know what are some of the challenges you face actually in that area it's not really easy. I think there's a lot of rules and regulations sometimes at the detriment of an, a young entrepreneur, especially with a startup. Um, you're always having to deal with um, different regulations, but um, my business specifically also was affected by this, national, uh, this global pandemic, which is um, coronavirus. So I couldn't um, deliver to uh, people and that, that was very hard for a young entrepreneur you've got people who are not as understanding because it's a small entrepreneurship uh, business but I think another issue has been lack of education so we have to push educating because it's a product that has not really had a lot of education on so that, that has been a challenge um, I know for many other people also financing is a challenge and I was lucky enough to get financing but that means I don't own 100% of a business I own just a small percent so um, I think one thing when people look at financing as a challenge they should realize that you don't always need to own 100% of the business in order for your dream to work sometimes in order to get the type of investment you need to grow and scale to a level you could never have on your own be willing to give up some of that ownership in order for you to grow Okay, just one last question. Okay. So, um, what piece of advice would you give to young people out there who would want to, ve to venture into business? Um, be very focused on what you want. Be very careful with the type of contracts you sign. I've been in a partnership before and I didn't always think through the paperwork. So, think through the paperwork. Think about where you're going. You need to work hard. I've worked with different cultures and they work differently and currently I'm working with the Chinese culture. I've had to also become like a Chinese person <laughs> and work just as hard, if not harder, to make sure that I get the type of opportunities I want to get with my business. Okay, there you have it. That was uh, Lulu Angala right here, right now at the Mulungushi International Conference Center at the 2019.